0: What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Buster, back for the Good Old Boy Podcast. Once again, if you are first time tuning in, thank you for downloading. Thank you for checking us out. Maybe by a recommendation of a friend or you stumbled upon us, we really appreciate it. If you are a returning listener, thank you so much for coming back. I appreciate you uh, continuing to listen to all the guys and ladies who are messaging me saying, love the new episode, listening to the episode. It brings me so much joy to know that, you know, when you tell me, Hey man, I resonated with this or this kind of, I appreciate what you put out, man. It makes me, this is a labor of passion and love and partially also feel as though a calling from God, just just to talk, to share stories, to share experiences, to interview people. It just feels that way, and I don't know where this journey is going to take me, but I hope you're along for the ride with me, because I love having you with me. Now, as always, first things, guys and ladies, if you are going about a journey, maybe you got something stirring in your soul, you don't know what to do, you are maybe lost, you're experiencing drift, you're in a routine that has become a rut, you just don't know what you're going to do. And you maybe want to talk to someone, do me a favor, give me a call, drop into our show notes, click on the link to the Google form that says, hey, schedule a 15-minute call. Let's get together. Let's have a phone call and let's see that maybe we can get something jump started. I'm not trying to solve problems. I'm not trying to uh be a therapist or anything like that. All I want to be is a lending, maybe an ear that you don't have access to. And maybe we can just get something started, jumpstart, like something real quick, get going, build some momentum, something like that. You never know. I've enjoyed talking to those who have uh
1: reached out. I've appreciated it. So,
0: man, I'm glad to be back. Those guys who listened to my interview with Sean Archibald from Wisdom Media Man. That guy is solid gold. I've, I've known him not very long, but in the short time, man, there's something about being a good old boy. I'll tell you this. You meet someone and you instantly can get a vibe for them. And especially when you meet somebody in a group of people, of people who have introduced you to someone else and people who have said, hey, man, this, this, if you go back to one of my earlier podcasts, you know, I, I have this one saying, what is a good old boy? And man, it's, it's vouching for you saying, man, he's a good old boy. It's like in the back in the days of the mafia, whenever they'd say, he's a, he's a friend of mine or he's a friend of ours. That's a little different saying they had around that time. So it, it's, it's always great whenever your network expands through the network you're building. And me, I've got a couple of them. I've got a work one. I've got a church one. I've got a business one. I've got a friend one. I got little network splinter cells like a terrorist set up all over the place in case I got to pop in somewhere and do damage or not. But, you know, I've, I've got guys who I've never met who I network with, and it's great. It's always one of these, uh, man, your network is so, exp- it's so important. And i highly suggest getting you in one, get a
1: good one. If you don't have one, start one and invite
0: the people that you want around. So, guys, I just got back from our our family vacation. Uh, Usually once a year, we take a big trip. You know me, my wife's love languages, of course, traveling. So we probably take a few more than. One a year, but this is usually our big family one, and we go with my in laws and we all do it. Well, unfortunately, they couldn't come, and we, you know, we have this family tradition that we go on trips. It's our family tradition, it's what we do. And in fact, if you're thinking of it right now, I know you are, you got Hank singing in the back of your mind Hank, why do you drink? Why do you roll smoke? Just singing along an old family tradition. And I've, I always love hearing about people's family traditions and what they have and what they do. One of my favorite one is during Christmas for us, our family tradition is we hide money in a tr- in the Christmas tree. Well, my grandmother started this. Well, my great-grandfather started it a long time ago. My grandmother did it. Then my mom. Then we passed it on to our kids. And maybe one day they'll pass it on to ours. You know, it's a little family tradition, things that we do, things that we look forward to each year, things that... Make your family what it is. Uh, You know, I hear about people whose their family traditions revolve around Christmas or Thanksgiving or holidays. For the longest time, we had a family tradition where for July 4th, we'd go to Sandestin, Florida. Uh, You know, little traditions like that. Maybe your family tradition is that... The day after Thanksgiving or Christmas, y'all load up and you go to your family ranch or your hunting camp or, you know, your opening day, you're at, you're at an Astros game. I know a guy, him and his family have, uh, him, his brother, and his dad have been going to Astros games forever now and, and opening day, and it's become a big thing for them. It's amazing. You know, you, there's
2: family traditions and families have been along for a long, long time. And sometimes we always hear about the good. But a
1: lot of time when we hear certain family traditions, it's uh, it may not be that good. Now, you might call that family trauma, what we've always done,
0: what we've always been, what we've always experienced. I tell my kids, y'all came from a good time in Gene and my family. We like to play. We like to have fun. We like to party. Y'all have the good time in Gene
2: in here. And that can be good and that can be bad if you don't get it under control. And sometimes there comes a moment when you
1: reflect on your family tradition. Maybe that family tradition is abuse, alcohol,
0: drugs, physical violence, family. Maybe that family tradition is we all go to this school. We root for that school. This is our college. This is our team. Maybe your family tradition is we only drive this kind of vehicle. Maybe just maybe your Everybody has their own family traditions. Maybe it's, you know, we only, we drink Pepsi or Coke or whatever in this family. Maybe a family tradition is drug abuse. Maybe it's, maybe it's, you know, that you've had limiting beliefs brought on to you because this is what our family has always done. You know, you have the person who is, well, my grandpa worked in a plant and my dad worked in a plant. So I'm going to work in a plant because that's what we've done and that's what we've always done. And our family traditions can be stoked and rooted in things that are very, very, very prominent to you, to your family. It can also be the thing that
1: made your family. But sometimes family traditions
0: have to change. Sometimes you need to be the person that breaks your family tradition. And boy, when you break it, all hell breaks loose sometimes. It's okay. It happens. It's known to. It's supposed to. Anytime you break a tradition, it it it's not easy. People get upset. It's an emotional thing. If you decide I'm gonna break the family tradition and stop drinking and and, and have a better life, then I'm gonna go for it. Or if you're gonna break the family tradition where my dad treated me this way and his dad treated his my dad this way and it came through into now i don't want to treat my kids this way so i'm going to change i'm going to break that family tradition and some people call it the generational curse okay i i would rather call it the family tradition i just think it sounds folksier and and a little more relatable you know like hank saying why do you drink why do you roll smoke Haysaw Bones. I'm just carrying on that old family tradition. I'm just doing what my daddy did and his
2: daddy did before him. That's what it was. Hank knew it. You know it.
0: What's your family tradition? What's that thing in your family that has kept on going and going and going and going and, and, for the love of God, we play so passive in it. We just say, we accept it. We say, this is what it's always been. This is how my family has been. This is what we've had, and this is what we've experienced. So we're going to continue to do it this way. We're just going to keep going, put our heads down, blinders on, and go. And I have seen more people miserable in life and their families and their marriages and all this stuff from the fact of a family tradition that you feel the need to carry on. And at one point, family traditions were needed in order to carry on the legacy. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying totally change your whole family. Maybe you need to, but maybe the biggest thing you need to do is just show up for your family differently and start your own tradition. Be the one that can start your own tradition in your family. Don't keep carrying on the ones that are putting the burden, as I said before, that are loaded down your trailer and you're, you can't go anymore. When you get married, and the first time you have to tell both families, like, "Sorry, we can't make it because we're starting our own thing," and they get upset, and they whine, and they send you text and a call, and they're this one's calling you saying you're making mom cry, or your your dad's so upset. Guess what? Sometimes you got to do that in order to start living your life, in order to start building your own family tradition, in order to start changing your generational values, the curse, whatever you want to call it, to put on it. And sometimes you just got to stop acting so passively about your life and someone else's traditions that you just
2: go forward and do your own thing. I've had to change some of my own family traditions. Was not easy. Was not comfortable. Was it warranted? Yes.
0: I've started my own because I realized at a certain point, like I need to do something for my family that wasn't done for me. There's an old saying, and it's just happened that recently, you know, I've, I've, I felt the need to tell other people this is you know in conversations about being a father, being a husband like hey, be the father that you wish you had. And if your father didn't play catch with you because that his dad didn't play catch with him, but your son wants to play catch,
2: damn it, pick up the ball and play catch and be that family tradition right there. There's so much out there to do, to build. When I was a kid growing up, I
1: I
0: always saw magazines of the mountains and things like this. And I've never got to do it as a kid. I never got to climb a mountain. I never got to do that. But I know that with my family now and what we do, my kids are going to be climbing mountains. My kids are going to be doing things that see in this world and being an experienced. And I can't blame I can't blame my family for that because they didn't. They didn't do that. They didn't have that experience. They did. That that's the thing about these family traditions. That when you feel the need to break one, sometimes it's not out of a negative thing. Sometimes it's out of a. I just want more. And it's okay to want more for your family, for yourself, for your God, whatever it is that's driving you. It's okay to want more. It's okay to say, you know what? I'm not satisfied with what we have right now. I think we can do better. I think we can stop this cycle and break it.
1: Now, give a little bit of
0: grace. I recently heard this this saying, and it was about fatherhood. And you know, if you if you know anything about me, you you're friends with me. You've heard the thing. You you know that for a while. I've went through a spell where I didn't talk to my own father. And, and they say you go through three phases with your father. First, you idolize him. Then you demonize him. And then you empathize with him. So you idolize him. You think, oh man, he's the greatest. So I'm just going to do whatever they did then you realize the problems and you demonize them because they're that bastard and whatever else you want to say. And then the third one is when you finally realize they're a human being who made choices and decisions, whatever they are around them or whatever trauma they have, and for the love of God, pray for them, forgive them, move on and do better so that whenever your kids look at you and maybe they start idolizing you, they think, and then you become demonized and then they sympathize and say, dad was doing the best that he can do. Dad was trying at least but man don't be passive on it you got to be active you got to be you, you got to be
2: full bore going to the hilt about it build your traditions build a family tradition that when your family looks
0: back and then they tell stories of it and say man i remember when mom did this, when dad did this, when uncle did this, when sister did this, when brother did this, and every year they did this. Whatever your tradition is, whatever you want your tradition to be, start building it, start doing it, start, your tradition can be every Sunday, you know, we sit down as a family and eat dinner together, it could be every, you know, we have this on a Tuesday night forever, whatever it is,
2: just build it, start doing it, keep, start planning it. I've been sitting on this one a while, I'll tell you.
0: And recently, I was invited by my pastor to go to a men's conference for a day, and the, the his pastor actually spoke about this. And man, how many how many of us men? I'm I'm speaking to you guys because that's what I can talk about. I can talk about the men. I know the guys who I talk to, who I see. And it's becoming more and more prevalent. The guys who are being aware of their family tradition and saying like, you know what? I don't want to do that. I got a buddy of mine fighting it right now, going through it. Hell. And I'm praying for it. You know who you are, buddy. I got several guys in my prayer book that I'm praying for. Cause I see them working hard. I see them putting in the effort to be good dads, good Christian men, good, good steadfast in their, in their family. And I see it and they're trying and it's hard as hell. And man, but they're building these new family traditions and it's going to come out on the other side and I just can't wait to see it. I know that I talk to their kids and I know we ask them questions about their dad. You ever want to find out how somebody's doing and they have children, ask them about their family. Ask the kids, how's your daddy doing? Is your daddy working hard? Is your dad? They'll tell you, daddy sits
2: on the couch. Daddy doesn't play ball. Or daddy's a rock star. I know. It may sound a little tricky, but it is what it is. And says so it's, it's an interesting thing whenever
0: you start examining your family traditions. When you take a piece of paper and a pen and you say, what are our family traditions? What are we known for? What do we do? What do, what do my friends experience from me? What do my kids experience?
2: It's such a, uh, it's a powerful thing. It's an amazing thing. Guys, build your family traditions.
0: Break the bad ones. Start the good ones. Continue the good ones. If you've got a family tradition that has built a legacy of your family and what goes on because great-great-grandpa started it off, keep doing it. Keep going. It's a legacy thing. It's not about you. It's a generational thing.
2: Think about the generations further down. Are you building something that generations can be proud of? I know you, if you're listening to this, you can. You are. You will. You do it. Man. I'm just thinking about all
1: the
0: generational family traditions that I'm working on and I'm I I get excited about it. It should fire you up. It should put a little fire in your belly. You should be anxious for it. You should, you know, you you should it should stir your
1: soul in a way that scares the hell out of you.
0: If you're really thinking about it, if you're thinking, man, here's here's what I'm feeling. If if I gotta fight this demon, if I've gotta break this family tradition, if I've gotta go against the grain, if I've gotta, it should stir something in your soul. Because then you're gonna have to work for it. Then you're gonna have to put in the effort. Then you're gonna have to meet the resistance. Then you're gonna have to meet the naysayer. And then you're gonna have to
2: actually put pen to paper and foot to ass. But it'll be worth it. I promise you. Maybe not right now. But down the road. Guys, as always, thank you so much for listening. If you've gotten any bit of value, entertainment, joy, thought-provoking,
0: life-changing what the hell is this guy talking about kind of emotion? Do me a favor. Like this, share it, subscribe. Please go into the ratings and and I can really use some ratings right now to where five stars and just say, hey, it keeps me entertained at least.
2: I'd appreciate it. That's how we get traction. That's how we get going. Hope you enjoy this. I've got more people lined up coming. I think you're going to like them.
1: I like them. As always, at the end,
2: guys, I love you and I'm praying for you. Have a good night.